Welcome everyone to On Podcast, the On Microsoft Podcast, where we talk about Microsoft stuff on a podcast. I'm your co-host today, Kareem Anderson. I'm joined by the world's greatest co-host. Arif Bacchus. Yeah, and we're back with another week of news, but we have to go back to our countdown since it's still ongoing. <clears throat> this is week four of you not coming on the podcast or reaching out to us to ask our opinions about things. We have plenty of them for Windows 10, Xbox, all Microsoft news-related stuff, even uh, some stuff about Activision. But you're missing out on all of that. With that being said, let's jump straight into the news and uh, see what else we can talk about. Teams is coming to the Microsoft Store after being removed from the Microsoft Store. So that's your story. All right, we're going to go with that. That's going to be <laughs> it for today, folks. Uh, no, we also have uh, early build 2022 uh, sessions were quietly removed. Uh, we don't know why, but we can spend some time speculating. And then we have Windows 10 news because Windows 10 is still around. It won't be dead until 2025. It is a zombie OS, people, for those of you who are on Windows 10. Uh, and then we have our fast recap, which is our fun section where we stuff a ton of news into a 10-minute interval for you guys. We're going to start off by talking about Microsoft Authenticator generating stronger passwords now automatically. And then we have some news. If you're still using SMB1 technology, you have to uh, come off of it because Microsoft is considering removing it from Windows 11. Those of you who just got terrified, we're going to explain what SMB1 stands for, too, just so you're not too scared. Uh, we're also going to be talking about uh, a head Xbox research and design uh, personnel leaving uh, after nearly 20 years from the team. So uh, we'll see how that affects the team going forward. And then the Surface Laptop Studio got a huge firmware update that delivers a brand new feature. But did anyone notice? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're going to go into our week ahead, uh, where we kind of, uh, kind of see what on the horizon and what you guys should be preparing to hear about or just kind of like talk to your friends about saying hey i can look into the future because i listen to this podcast uh we'll be talking about panels uh panay sharing a microsoft product uh update I guess. it's not even an update it's basically just a video that kind of uh gives an applause to all of the hard work that has come from the surface team and kind of shows you all the different hardware they've put out since then and then we also have the return of dev channel builds that we're looking for to next week because we didn't get any big builds this week, just those boring servicing builds. Exactly. Uh, we also have a giveaway, and I will be talking about the conclusion to our giveaway. And I will announce our winner uh, today, so stay tuned for that. And we also have some news about Microsoft's new Android platform and experience team. Big news, yeah. Uh, so with that being said, let's jump into our first story of the day. What do we got? We got teams coming to the Microsoft Store after being removed from the Microsoft Store. This story <laughs> dates back to 2018 when there was Windows 10 S, which is now known as Windows 10 in S mode, where S mode people couldn't download the EXE file for Microsoft Teams. So what they had to do is create a special store version that these people could download of Teams. And the store version only worked on Windows 10 in S mode because that's just how Microsoft works, apparently. and it was around for a year, and apparently it wasn't used as much as they thought it would. They thought it would be used, and Microsoft pulled it entirely from the store. And since 2018, the only way you could get Microsoft Teams is by downloading the EXE installer or using the web wrapper version that you could get from the web. But now, fast forward four years to 2022, and per a new listing in the Microsoft 365 roadmap, a Microsoft Teams app in the Microsoft Store is finally in development and it could be coming av available in May 2022 with the app supporting both work 
school and consumer accounts on Windows 10, and work or school accounts on Windows 11. So the listing doesn't make it clear what type of app it'll be or what's powering it or anything like that, but it just confirms that Microsoft is turning back the clock a bit and bringing back uh, an easier way for people to download and use Microsoft Teams. And I'm assuming it's more for Windows 10 users because in Windows 11, you already have the chat app that you could use for personal accounts. And our old friend Florian, he pointed out to us that that chat app is actually a Microsoft Store app in the background that Microsoft fetches. So it seems to me that this is more about Windows 10 and making Windows 10 users have more ways to use Microsoft Teams. Uh, yeah, but didn't we also have rumor that that chat app is actually going to go away or be pulled from the taskbar automatically? I think it's one of those yeah, you have to yeah. add by yourself. So this could be, again, I think just what they've been doing with Windows 11 where it's more consolidation than anything. There's no reason to not have it in the store if everything else is going to be coming from the store, being PWAs, uh, uh, .exe files, and regular Windows Store apps. So, I mean... Again, this is Microsoft hopefully dogfooding and being able to put their best apps in the store. I mean, there's, again, we still wonder why you can't just go and individually download Excel or even though having already paid for the Office subscription, go individually download these from the store. It just makes no sense. So uh, the same should be said for Teams and for Outlook and for Skype and all of their products. There's no reason that they shouldn't be in the store. So hopefully there's a sign that Microsoft is leaning, to leaning into that and maybe by November or start of next year, we'll start seeing all of Microsoft's uh, flagship apps in the Windows Store. Microsoft heard you like Teams, so they put Microsoft Teams in your Microsoft Teams, in your Microsoft Teams, and it's giving you three ways to use Microsoft Teams. Yeah, and for some of us <laughs> who use Teams, maybe that's just too much. <laughs> and what was too much was the leaks for Microsoft, apparently, because we talked about it last week. There were two specific sessions that were, uh, were about the metaverse as well as uh, development Windows apps on and for rich ecosystem of platforms and devices. And the metaverse uh, thing is about the metaverse. And you guys know what the metaverse is. That was one session that was rumored for build. It was supposed to be on... I think it was May 24th from 3.30 p.m. to 4.14 p.m. Uh, that was one session that our old friend, Walking Cat, he leaked this session link. And then another session was, was as I just said, is about basically app development on Windows 10 and Windows 11 and Windows in general. And that one was for May 25th from 4 p.m. to 4.45 p.m. And in the description in that one, Microsoft said, we will unveil some exciting news. You don't want to miss this session and quote unquote. It was apparently too exciting because Microsoft pulled everything and all mentions of these sessions and now they're not there anymore. So it seems like they kind of let the cat out of the bag a bit early, didn't they? Yeah, for some of you who are old fans of uh, Seinfeld, they did the no soup for you thing. Just, <laughs> no soup for you. You guys don't get any... Uh, advanced notice of the sessions, uh, even though we are, what, about a month out? It's a month interesting. Out, yeah, yeah um, I don't know if they need to go back and retool them or if they had uh, speakers kind of drop out from these things and they need to kind of reschedule. It's a mystery as to why they pulled this, um, even though having, I think it was up for almost about a week, right? It was about it? for a week, yeah. And our, our friend Laurent, who works at another publication now, he noticed it and he did the article about it. Yeah, so we want to give him credit and applaud him for that. It's just, again, really interesting that they would do that. And, again, there has been no a formal uh, of, uh, 
I guess, acknowledgement of it. It isn't like Microsoft has come out and said, okay, we pulled it, but expect to know or see the decisions come up next week and we'll have it restored by this point. As of as of far as far as we know right now, there's nothing that's going to happen on the 24th <laughs> and the 25th. So uh, at least it's free. At least you doesn't have to pay $2,000 as uh, normal developers would have to uh, to find out that you're not going to have anything to be shown. So again, we will uh, chalk this into our uh, week ahead stuff because we will be keeping an eye on this. And as soon as we get information, uh, we will let you guys know about it. There were like 82 different sessions that you yeah. could browse and look through. And then all of a sudden now we have the link in our article. We'll provide you the link in the, the in the chat or the description. If you click the link now, it just says, oh, you need to go register for Microsoft Build. But registration isn't even open yet. So it's like they're locking people out of out of their secrets. Yeah, it's yeah, like I said, it'd be different if they were to pull, you know, four or five different ones, maybe the ones that were uh, pertaining to the metaverse because they weren't ready to discuss it. I totally understand that. But to yank the entire 80 plus uh, sessions list is questionable. And Microsoft's not known for doing stuff like that. So it had to have been something relatively big. And now third topic, which is still big, is Windows 10 21 H2. Is it? Which is, is it though? <laughs> I think a lot of enterprises and business okay. folks are still using Windows 10 version 21 H2 because maybe right. their users will complain about Windows. No, I don't want that stupid taskbar. No, I don't want the chat app. No, I don't like widgets. So there are people out there who are still using Windows 10, not, not to mention because their hardware isn't compatible with Windows 11 too. And in Microsoft, they updated their Windows Windows 10 help dashboard, and they mention now that Windows 10 version 21 H2 is now hitting general availability for everyone else for broad for broad deployment. So basically, what that means is if you haven't seen or downloaded or used Windows 10 21 H2 yet, you now should be seeing it in Windows Update no matter what. But if you're a consumer like me or Kareem or all of our writers, nothing much to be excited about because there's nothing new. It's just mainly under the hood tweaks for IT pros and businesses and people who use the Windows subsystem for Linux. Yeah, again, when you see the Windows 10 anything, just know, <laughs> in, just know it's geared towards IT. And these are features that they will probably uh, look into and keep running for the next four to five years. So we've all kind of, at least in the consumer market, as far as tech nerds are concerned, again, we're not speaking for everyone consumer, we've all moved on to Windows 11. And even that is still a work in progress, uh, you know, based on what we're seeing as insiders versus what everyone got in November. So Microsoft's, you know, I tend to uh, forget when I, you know, go on my rants about what they need to fix, that they are <laughs> running several teams that are updating at so many different intervals and levels that it's amazing. Like I said, they probably have a team that's dedicated to just Windows 10 uh, right. 28, uh, 21H on, on different levels yeah. versus the insider team who's working on a different beta and dev build for Windows 11 versus the maintenance team for Windows 11 that came out in November. Like, it's, think about think all of those things and how they have to push out certain updates and then not break anything when they do it for, for different teams. So we always talk about how Microsoft may not be communicating as smoothly as Apple or some other companies, but when you, when you break it down in that sort of view, you can kind of understand where there might be some slip-ups or some you know, uh, bogging down of updates or, or breaking of certain things when you have that many plates spinning. And that said, it's now time for our fast recap. And we have five, or is it four different topics to get to? But I'm giving us the usual 10 minutes. All right. Let's see if we can do it in uh, 10 minutes. We're going to start off with Microsoft Authenticator generating stronger passwords. This has been an update to the app. I believe this is for 
the Android app, right? Or and, uh, mobile app. I don't know if it's... Yeah, Android already, and iOS, yep. Because I think uh, they've integrated a lot of these uh, features into Edge browser already. But yeah, for your uh, apps on your mobile devices, you can go check that out. I don't know the exact... You know what the exact update number is? So people know if they got the new one or the, the old I one? Don't, I don't think iOS and Android app stores show specific version numbers anymore. I remember there was controversy over that a couple yeah, of weeks okay. ago. But if you just go and update your app, you should get the new version of Authenticator. And, and with it, you could go into your menu. You click the plus button, and then you click uh, generate password, and you're able to generate specific passwords for websites that you didn't already save and keep your account safe and secure. Yeah, and for those of you who are fearful of those kind of things, like me, because I have a really horrible memory, you can also uh, <laughs> save it. Into, yeah. You can save it and view it within the Authenticator app. So if you need to know that it's in XPHT exclamation mark comma whatever, you can see that and then replicate it later on. So you won't just be hoping to like remember what the hoping the app remembers what those are. And our second topic in the fast recap is related to outdated SMB1 technology, which is now being turned off by default in Windows 11 Home Insider Build. So what is SMBD1 or whatever this is? Because I know we just had a huge debate over what is this and are people using it? Yeah, uh, I asked you that. And I believe your synopsis was is that it's an old protocol, 30, 30 years. 30 years old, yep. Uh, that was back in the 80s. It was a sharing protocol with, that was built into Windows that is no longer being used, at least not by the wider uh, swath of Windows users in general. There are, you know, just like with every uh, API in Windows, there are def- definitely businesses that latch on to this and still use it and, you know, don't, you know, throw caution to the wind when it comes to the, the level of security that comes with it. So uh, with that being said, uh, your SMB1, again, for those of you who don't know what this acronym means, you probably, you know, you can probably fast forward this section for those of you who are interested in it. Let the people know uh, what they can do when this does officially get deprecated. When it does get deprecated, it it'll be de- right now. It's just turned off by default. So you could go into the Add Windows Features menu in Windows Insider. Windows is eleven Insider builds and add it manually if you want. That's what it's just being turned off by default right now. But in the future, Microsoft is going to remove it entirely. And when that happens, you, they, they will just release a update where you'll be able to manually download a package and install it if you need it for old factory machinery, medical gear, or other consumer technology that uses it. But Microsoft is trying to get people to stop using it right now because it's unsafe. There are protocols that put the protocol has certain security risks, uh, downgrade attacks, and in the encryption isn't as strong as modern stuff is. So Microsoft is just putting it out there now ahead of time and letting people know that it's not modern, it's not efficient, and we're removing it and we're brushing it under the table. But if you need it, you'll be able to download it and add it optionally to Windows heading into the future. Yeah, it's similar with uh, what were the service packs I think they, they were adding for Windows when we moved from Windows 8 to Windows 10. Yeah. Uh, there were certain apps, sort of like the Windows Media Player, things of those natures that you could be, that could have been brought back uh, into full usage, but were not uh, necessarily bundled with the operating system, uh, at least not uh, consumer facing. So, same thing with this. And like you said, in, uh, I think it's next year is when they're yep. going to officially deprecate it. So, be prepared for that for those of you who need to uh, get the patch or whatever. Be on the lookout. We will update as soon as we know uh, when they release it uh, and check the website for that kind of information. Then there is a third story about our Xbox, something happening in the Xbox team, a big shakeup. 
Yeah, we have Chris Novak, who was a head of Xbox Research and Design, uh, is leaving after uh, close to 20 years on the team. Uh, I think, let me make sure I get the details right. He wrote uh, in LinkedIn, I think, I believe this is a LinkedIn post, uh, where he's basically saying his goodbyes, how much uh, time he's had at Xbox and how much he loves the Xbox team, uh, where his journey is going to be going from here. I don't believe he's scheduled to be doing anything big. He's not like jumping ship to go to like Sony to scare anybody. But I think he's one of those things uh, where you have, uh, you reevaluate what you want to do with your life. And I think this is what he's going to be doing uh, going forward. He's just going to take some time off, get to hang out with his family and eventually see if he wants to go in a different direction. And he was responsible for a lot of things that we're using or that we have been using, basically Xbox Game Pass, Xbox Live, or Xbox Cloud. So if you touch an Xbox, you've touched something that Chris Novak has made. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to see some brief accomplishments that we can kind of tag to his name. Um, let's see. Xbox Play Anywhere. Play Anywhere, yep. Uh, it's something that, you know, it's one of the bigger ones that you guys will continue to be using. Uh, going forward as well. So, uh, you know, that's just one of the things he also helped with the uh, the touch ad, ad, adaption kit for Xbox Cloud Gaming as well. So, again, like we said, he's, you know, got his name across a bunch of different things and we wish him the best going forward and we are you know, eager to see what he winds up doing once he's done takes some much needed time off. Next up is the news about the Surface Laptop Studio, which I got the update and I'm not sure if you got the update. I'm not sure I got the update because I think we're about to get into it. Sadly, <laughs> we don't really use these. I mean, well, don't get me wrong. I use the haptic update, but I don't use the voice feature. And the haptics were already really good to begin with, so I can't really see if they've improved. But give some people some details about the update. The well, they, they April former updated basically improving the voice clarity feature as, and it's also in, not improving. Sorry, the April former update is adding. It. Yeah. the voice clarity feature, which we talked about last week. Microsoft, one week, they already delivered the feature and improving the haptic touchpad. That's why I said improving. They're, well, they're improving the haptic touchpad and adding the voice clarity feature. And basically, voice clarity, it uses the four microphones on the Surface Laptop Studio, the studio microphones, appropriately named for the product, to improve the way that you sound and to remove background noises on your Teams, Skype, and Zoom calls. And it's not something that we use here because we, ha we have a dedicated mic and you're using your headset. But for people who are sitting at home and sitting directly in front of their laptop, it's something that they'll be sure to appreciate because it'll make their Teams calls sound better. Yeah, and again, uh, they kind of tease some of this information, uh, I think, last week or so. Yeah. They kind of showed what the best case scenario is, is, where they were able to kind of mute out some background noise and things of that nature. And this is, again, this is all software-based. The speakers are already built in the studio uh, going on seven months now, six, seven months or whatever. Mm -hmm. So they've improved it via software, which is great, you know, and hopefully they can bring this down to uh, other devices in the future, maybe some newer ones like the Surface Pro 8 uh, or maybe the Surface Pro X, uh, which were, I think were the, the three that came out around the same time. Uh, and going forward, because again, uh, not everyone has access to a mic or headset. And maybe you want to conduct a, a quick conference at a Starbucks or something like that. And you just need uh, some of the noise in the background reduced so you can make the quick uh, meeting, make the quick phone call or whatever. Uh, so, again, we welcome it. Uh, and then I believe you said there were updates to the, to the haptic touchpad, right? Basically just making it more consistent and less buggy. It never was buggy to begin with anyway. That's what I'm saying, right? Yeah, yeah. What's our next one? Uh, that's it. We hit everything in our oh. fast recap. <laughs> I, think, I think we made that in under 10 minutes. Yep. 
And that means it's time for our week ahead. Yeah, and this is where I think you're going to go on a bit of a tangent because uh, I believe you wrote this story. So we have Panos Vene, Out of the Blue. This is, you know, uh, sans any sort of laptop or device announcement that we can imagine. Uh, I believe it was on Instagram, shared a video, a mashup, essentially. I think I believe it's almost two minutes long of the work and accomplishments that uh, the Surface team has done. Yeah, it's something that uh, really impressed me because I I go to these Surface events and when you're at these events and you're sitting there and the big marketing reel comes on and they do the cool Zoom shots and the images of all the the materials that are in the products and whatnot. Exploded view. Yeah, you get you get those goosebumps and this is the kind of thing that Panos Penny just put out. It's not specifically for a, a specific product. It's mainly for all of the products that basically have been made by Microsoft in the last year. And it adds to that wow factor that you get. The Windows 11 is in there, the Fluent icons, the Start menu, Surface Laptop Studio is in there, as well as the Laptop 4, the Pro X, the Laptop Go, even Xbox and the Xbox and the Duo. And the Duo as well. So it's a pretty impressive reel. We, we have the B-roll showing up now, and um, I'm pretty sure you guys will like it too. So if you haven't checked it out already, check it out in the week ahead. Or if you're interested in just knowing what the service team has and you don't feel like yep. visiting the Microsoft's website for it, it's a quick two minutes to kind of get a rundown, a visual rundown, which is awesome, of all the products that the service team has kind of worked on. Uh, and maybe you can go visit the YouTube page and see. I think they also have sessions about, like, you know, their, uh, I forget the name of that zero sound gravity room that they have in order to test audio and how they've come up with the process, you know, the evolution of the Surface Pro, which is the flagship device over the years, how they've made the keyboards, how they've and the haptic trackpad, like there's a bunch of details in there that are worth knowing if you're a Surface fan, Microsoft fan, PC fan in general, and just want to know uh, how research is done into these great devices that we get to use. And also in the week ahead is Dev Channel Builds returning because in the, this last week, we got two minor insignificant servicing updates for the Dev Channel and the Beta Channel. And Microsoft put out a tweet saying that they tried to get out a build this week, but it, uh, there was a blocking bug and they weren't able to do it. And they'll be trying again next week. Okay, with that being said, what feature would you like them to add in next week's build? Just one. Yeah, Tabs in the file explorer. I have all my equipment <laughs> ready here to do a hands-on with the feature officially, and I've been waiting. It's been three weeks, and we still haven't gotten it. Uh, I will. I was going to say that too, but I'm going to do a quick pivot to uh, one Outlook or whatever the Outlook is going to be called. I want them to <laughs> introduce that in this next build if they can somehow. Like, you know, I know it's going to be, you know, software-based and it's sort of a PWA mashup in the Windows Store, but I want the next dev build to unlock that feature so we can start testing that out. I want to I want to see what that is. And speaking of seeing what it is, we talked about the the new Microsoft Android team. I think it was last week or the week before, but Microsoft is Microsoft is already hiring people for it and basically confirming that they're one-upping themselves and going serious on Android. Yeah, uh, I believe uh, they have two positions that they opened up uh, and they I don't know where they posted these, so if you're an Android developer, uh, let's see track back to this and give you guys some heads up in case you want to work at Microsoft. Uh, it's on their site. It's on the career site. The so, career site yep. And I believe uh, most of those are also posted via LinkedIn. So if you're on LinkedIn, uh, you can just type in Microsoft and uh, specifically you can type in like senior software engineer uh, and that should come up. Uh, looks like the position uh, is looking for a full-time person uh, who will be, might have to travel about 25% of the time. Uh, it was posted this week. Uh, so Again, if you're interested in uh, working for the Android team, there's that. 
Um, again, we don't know specifics. It's just a software engineer, so it could be a, a myriad of things that go into, you know, consolidating all of Microsoft's Android efforts. Uh, but like I said, we are it, we're very excited. We're welcoming of this. I think it's time that they consolidate and stop having like five different teams and launch a team and random <laughs> apps team and things like that. They need to get all those guys together. Get the pin team. I know that the pin team probably works by itself as well. Get them all together and make the Surface Duo three the best Android device for a Microsoft fan that they can possibly make. And also, we you I know you have your giveaway that you need to announce, the winner of your giveaway, but I have a giveaway coming up. I recently reviewed a Logitech's Lyft ergonomic vertical mouse. It's a new mouse that I said was very comfy and intuitive. So if you're a left-handed person, we have a lefty version of the mouse that we want to give away, and we'll have a post up next week with some more information on how you could win one for yourself. Yeah, and talking about winners, we have a Miss uh, Nikita, I believe, and uh, last name starts with now. And if that's still too ambiguous, this person is also from Canada. So we want to congratulate you on winning the Big Boy Legion 5i Gaming Tower. Uh, we'll be reaching out to you probably shortly with an email to confirm this. Uh, and we want to say congratulations. Congrats to you. We're, I'm so jealous. Now you have a PC where you'll be able to play Microsoft Flight Simulator. I know, I was going to say, the winner is, oh, look at that, Kareem Anderson. <laughs> what are the odds, folks? Uh, <laughs> I believe Kip entered, too, because he wanted to win it, right? He did, but Kareem Anderson won. What are the odds, <laughs> folks? What are the odds? Oh, boy. But and yes, that's uh, sad, I think. That's we, oh, the... Yeah, I also want to congratulate uh, or thank everybody for who participated, who subscribed, because this is how she won. It was uh, subscribing to the podcast uh, via Google uh, Podcast. Uh, we want to thank everyone who's sticking with us and watching all of our videos and coming back every week to hang out with us. And we promise to have more things to give away and, and have more information and make this podcast a better experience for everybody. But we want to say thank you for uh, coming along for the ride so far. Yeah. And all that said, I think we hit the end of the show now and I'll leave you for the traditional outro. Yeah. You can find me at Mindhead one on Twitter. Where can people find you? A back Jordan. Yeah. And for all news that is uh, of Microsoft or related to Microsoft or is in the universe near Microsoft or tech, uh, visit us at onmicrosoft.com, or you can visit us on Microsoft, uh, which is our Twitter handle as well, for uh, snippets and, and short, uh, short form information about the upcoming news from Microsoft. Uh, we also have our uh, Pinterest page, where you can kind of go and see our gaming dedicated things, uh, or a lot of pins about all the latest Xbox news. Uh, and then you can go to Instagram to catch up on just some funny parts and outtakes and things of the podcast that aren't uh, normally are, or normally highlighted in our YouTube version of this or the regular uh, streams that you get on your podcast catchers. Uh, I believe that's the only places we are. We have not wandered into TikTok just yet because I quite honestly don't understand it. But when <laughs> I do, maybe we'll be there for you guys. Uh, thanks for watching, everyone. See you again soon. Same place, same time. Yeah, go enjoy your weekend. Stay safe. And uh, we will see you again next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.